Welcome to the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast for Friday, March 6, 2020. Come to you live from the second floor of the Unruh Sheldon Building on the beautiful campus of the University of Jamestown. I'm Sean Johnson, and a big week so far in Jimmy Athletics, and a big night last night here on the campus of the University of Jamestown. We'll start off with men's volleyball as the men's volleyball team. Three conference matches this week. They're already 2-0 and and a couple of sweeps. The Jimmys dominated Morningside on Tuesday, sweeping them 3-0. And then last night, taking on Briarcliff, a team just outside the top 10 in the NAI poll, and the Jimmys had a resounding victory. They crushed Briarcliff in the opening set 25-12, one set 2-25-20, and then in a thriller came from behind to beat Briarcliff and complete the sweep 29-27. Jimmy's did a great job defensively, holding Briarcliff to under 10% hitting, just 3.8% hitting while the Jimmy's hit at a .345 clip. Jimmy's with 27 digs, five aces. Clark Steele, the junior college transfer, again led the Jimmy's with 17 kills. Kaylor Cox, the freshman from Helen, Montana, had 13, so the two of them combined for 30 of the University of Jamestown's 42 kills. Cox hit 44%, while Steele hit nearly 40%. And it's uh, another great performance by Steele, who was named the Conference Attacker of the Week for his performance last week when the Jimmys split two matches, losing at number 3 Park and winning at Ottawa. The junior from Lake Forest in the loss to number 3 Park, he had 27 kills and hit nearly 48% and had seven block assists and against Ottawa he had 14 kills and hit 48%. So the Jimmy's now 9-2 and two on the season, their first every year in men's volleyball, and they're 4-1 in conference play. So they'll have a great chance to host a first-round conference tournament match at the end of March. But for tonight on Friday, it's the final regular season home match of the season. The Jimmy's will take on Dort at 6 o'clock at Harold Newman Arena, and they'll be heavily favored to win that match tonight. So if you get a chance to come out, it's your last chance to see the Jimmies in the regular season, although hopefully they'll have a chance to play one more time at home at the end of the month. Now we're going to move on to men's hockey, and it was a monumental night as the Jimmy men's hockey team playing their final home game of the 2019-20 season, and 14 of the original recruiting class of Dean Stork's team playing their final game in their fourth season. So those 14 seniors honored before the game, and they celebrated afterwards as they got an impressive one nothing win over Minot State. Ironically, the team they'll face in the national tournament here in a few weeks. Those two teams will be at it again tonight on Friday in Minot to wrap up the regular season. But it was a big win. Tyson Brower got the save. He had 38 saves. Uh, Kyle Barron on the assist from Michael and Alan Press got the only goal of the game just before the end of the second period, literally with one-tenth of a second left. So ironically and fittingly, that all three three of the 14 seniors assisted on that goal. We're going to catch up with some of the players after last night's thrilling victory. The first one we're going to talk to is the man that got the shutout, senior Tyson Brower. Well, one nothing win at home. Last regular season home game for uh, a group that you have been around for four years. What did it mean to you tonight? Uh, so much. You know, this group has been through so much. And, uh, you know, I just love them so much. I'm so glad that we got the win against Minot. I'm so glad that the boys' last game here was the way it went. 
and uh, I'm just excited to get into nationals and keep rolling. So I, the only goal of the game, three seniors on there, the Press Brothers and Kyle Barron, that seemed appropriate, right? All perfect, right? Absolutely, though. Those guys are uh, rock solid all four years, and you know, wherever they go after this, they'll be rock solid there too, so I don't have enough to say about them. You got the shutout tonight, that had them feel good as well. Yeah, of course. Dee played phenomenal in front of me. The whole team played great, though, so it's it's not me, it's them. Talk about this game a little bit. Uh, usually don't see a lot of one nothing games between these two teams. Kind of describe the game tonight. Yeah, um, just feeling good, I guess. Seeing pucks really well. Um, again, guys made it really easy in front of me, so can't really uh, say enough about that in this group. What, what, what impressed you most about the team's effort tonight? Just their willingness to, uh, you know, sell out and do everything for, uh, you know, for each other. And it's just really, uh, really good to see, especially this late in the season going into nationals when, you know, that's what we have to do. So, um, you know, I, I like our chances going in. I think we did everything right tonight and we're going to continue having success. Brower is actually one of 17 seniors on the team, but Tyson will be back for his fifth year. Uh, in the ACHA, you get five years of eligibility, so he has elected to come back, and he'll be in goal again next year when the Jimmies start the 2020 season. One senior that we caught up with that played his last game at home who's going to graduate, and that's Cameron Todd, the senior from Australia. And Cameron has been through a lot. He's had a lot of injuries and struggles off the ice, trying to stay healthy, but he's back in the lineup, played a key role on, in Thursday night's win, and he's looks back on his career and looking forward to nationals. Cam, uh, last home game, you guys get a one nothing win against your arch rival. What did it feel like tonight? Uh, it was amazing. It's a it's a culmination of four years coming together. I think uh, each year we've gotten better and better, and then this team at the start of the four years they had our number, and as you see now, four games in a row, we've got their number. I think we're looking pretty good going into nationals. You've had to deal with a lot in your four years here. You've had a lot of illness and injury and things happen to you. Has it all been worth it? Of course, uh, every moment's been worth it. Uh, those things happen, you can't control it. You just gotta keep going. But um, the guys in this team have just made it an amazing experience for me. What did you think about tonight's effort? Uh, ironically, three seniors in on the game-winning goal and Tyson Breyer gets a shutout. Uh, couldn't have gotten much better than that, I guess. Yeah, I think I think there was a bit of nerves at the start. We were a little gripping the stick a little bit tight, but then once we got into the game, we just we played our game, we shut them down, didn't give them a sniff, and hey, if we can only win 1-0, that's a win. What did you like about your team's effort tonight? Uh, I just think everybody showed up ready to go. Um, didn't let the moment get away from them, and... Uh, we finished our job. How important was it to win this game, seeing that this is the last home game for you and uh, 13 other seniors? I think it's very important. It, uh, it just makes us feel good. And going into nationals, feeling this way, I think it's a, it's a good thing having that confidence. And to wrap up our hockey coverage and put everything into perspective, we caught up with senior Ned Simpson earlier in the week's Ned is a senior from Kitchener, Ontario, Eastern Canada, one of the few Eastern Canadians on the team. And Ned talked about his journey to the University of Jamestown and what it's meant to be a Jimmy hockey player for the past four seasons. Well, Thursday night, last home game, you know, it's kind of a band of brothers thing where you've got this group that have been together that started this program. What, do you, what are your emotions going to be like on Thursday night? Uh. Oh, they'll be high. It'll be a, a fun. It'll be a fun night, you know, with all the all the seniors that are graduating that original uh, original class, and the emotions are going to be high. Hopefully, the the fans have some pretty high emotions. It's going to be a fun night. 
Talk about what's the experience been like. I mean, you know, the experience is always interesting for somebody that comes in and plays in a program for four years, but you guys are a little different because you established a program. So what, how's that feeling maybe a little bit different for this group? Uh, I think it's been a little bit different from, from most, you know, groups that I've been on just because, you know, we're leaving that kind of, that culture, you know, that, that culture that uh, Dean brought in, you know, kind of hardworking group, guys that love to win and just love to be around each other. So, uh, yeah, it's just just leaving that culture here and, and trying to leave the program better than, uh, you know, than the last few years. Every year we're trying to make it a bit better. So hopefully that culture stays and, you know, we keep winning games. I think legacy is a word that probably gets thrown around a lot because you guys are establishing something that hopefully groups after you will follow. Is that is that kind of important to you in this group? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, like you said, legacy, legacy is a big word that, uh, you know, gets thrown around a, a bunch. And, and you do want to leave, you know, you want to leave your best legacy as you can. And, and with the group that we have, I think we're, you know, we've got a really good shot at it this year to leave a, a good legacy and, and a, a winning kind of culture. So when you came here, you probably did had no idea what to expect, right? Because you've got a, a brand new program, start from scratch, new coach, everything's new. Has it lived up to your expectations? Oh, yeah. Yeah, above and beyond. I mean, uh, you know, like you said, coming into something that's, that's you know, brand new, you, you really don't have any expectations, but... Uh, Dean, Dean brought those expectations of he wants us to win and he wants us to become better players and better people, you know, overall. And I think that's what, uh, you know, we're going to continue here and hopefully the program continues that way. Obviously, still got hockey left to play, uh, going to get to go to the national tournament again. What's the goal for this group over the next three or four weeks? Uh, you know, just to get uh, get the minds and the bodies right, really get prepared for, for what's coming up. You know, we got, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun getting into this tournament and, and really pushing as hard as we can and, and really uh, working towards, you know, that, that ultimate goal of, of taking it home. So, Well, hopefully you've still got some more <clears throat> memories to make, but up until now, what, what are some of your favorite memories of, of being part of this uh, initial group? Uh, oh, there's a ton of memories. I'd say, you know, there's, there's the, the on-ice ones, like that, that first goal against uh, NDSU at home. You know, watching watching Cameron Todd score there on a five five on three penalty kill, that was that was a fantastic one. I mean, seeing the fans and uh, you know those police appreciation nights, you know, just spending time with the guys around, watching all the other sports and, and hanging out as a as a unit, as a family, you know, with the hockey team's just been it's been incredible here with uh, with that with this group of guys. So you're gonna leave here. You're gonna get your degree. You're gonna go on and and, and do you know, have a great career and do other things. Maybe keep playing hockey. But at the end of it, do you think you made the right decision coming to the University of Jamestown and why? Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what I would. I mean, I was a little bit. I don't want to say skeptical, but you know, like you said, you're coming into a new program. You don't really know what to expect. And you know, I had never really heard of the University of Jamestown before being you know from Eastern Canada. But you know, this the the university here is just. It's completely. Uh, it's given me so many opportunities to, you know, excel at what I want to do, and and you know, given me uh, the chance to learn, you know, the chance to lead. Um, it's been a phenomenal experience in here, and it's it's absolutely been the the right choice. I think it was a, one of the best choices I've ever made was coming here. We're going to switch gears now and talk about University of Jamestown women indoor track and field, as two of the Jimmies have qualified and will compete at the national championships in Brookings, South Dakota this weekend. Senior Kylie Voigt from right here in Jamestown qualified in both the 200 and 400 meter dashes. She'll take part in the 400 meter semifinals today at 105 and then the 200 semifinals uh, later this afternoon at 440, hoping to qualify 
for the finals on Saturday. The finals of the 400 are at 105 and the 200 are at 315 on Saturday. And then Julia Johnson, the senior from Park River, North Dakota, she is qualified in both the long and triple jumps. She will take place in the compete in the long jump preliminaries today at one o'clock. And then the triple jump preliminaries uh, are at the triple jump competition, I should say, is at 10 a.m. on Saturday. And for Julia Johnson, this is nothing new for her qualifying for nationals. She's been doing it since her freshman year. This year, she was the GPAC track performer of the week at the GPAC championships as she won the triple jump. Quite an accomplishment for her. She is an outstanding student and competitor. A great example of a Jimmy, both in the classroom and on the track. And we caught up with her to talk about her career and her goals for nationals. Well, qualifying for nationals is not something unusual for you. You've been doing it in one event or another since your freshman (laughs) year. But what makes this year in this competition maybe a little bit different? Um, This year is different. I've never qualified before in the long jump. So that's new this year. Also, um, I was able to qualify in triple on our first meet of the year and then long jump in the last meet of the year, which is just different than normal. Um, Yeah, so I'd say that's what makes this year different. It's also been a lot easier to not be as nervous this year just because it is like my fourth time going. So it's a lot... um, just more comfortable, like not comfortable still, but it's a lot more exciting this year rather than just nervous. So you mentioned you qualified for the triple right off the bat mm-hmm. and then qualified for the long jump later. Did that make it easier for you to maybe concentrate a little bit more on the long jump knowing you already had the triple jump kind of in the bag? Yeah, it did. Um, we were able to even compete more competitions with just competing long jump instead of doing long jump and triple because we didn't have to like try every meet to qualify for the triple, but instead like was able to do just long jump some meets, which was also just better for like my body, not having to jump like 12 jumps every week. So that was really nice. I think people watch the two events, they watch the triple and the long jump and they see the obvious differences, but how are the differences for you in terms of training and, and the wear and tear on your body? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say triple definitely has more wear and tear on your body because it's three jumps rather than just one. Um, The training is a lot different, which is something I didn't realize my freshman year was like the long jump is more quick and it's the last three steps are really fast. And for triple jump, it's more about just like putting your foot down on the board and really having that power to carry through the rest of the jump. So that's how I've learned like that the two are different. You've been through a lot of different things in your four years here. You've got different coaches, different mm-hmm. conference. Let's talk about the conference. What did it mean to you to win the conference championship, the triple jump, in the GPAC? It meant a lot. Um, my freshman year, we were in the Northern Star Conference, and I won that one my freshman year, which I think as a freshman just didn't really like have a comprehension for what that meant. So for the rest of the conferences, I really didn't compete as well because I was just anxious and always trying to like compete to that level that I had before. So coming in this year, it was less about nerves and less about like this is what makes my identity, whatever. Like it was more just about like I want to compete and do the best that I can. So it was really a cool thing to be able to actually compete at this conference and yeah it turned out well let's talk about coaching staff when you got here coach clark was the head coach of course he's still here but Mm -hmm. you've added uh coach cedric surfles you've added coach keel obviously Mm -hmm. how has that changed your training your approach your ability to compete right so 
in high school, we really didn't have like a lot of jumping specific coaches. So coming to college and having like coach um, CB, our jumping coach was like really powerful because he just knows so much about the jumps that I think as a general track coach in high school, you wouldn't have known. So coming here and having a specific jumping coach has been really cool. And then having like the dynamic of our three coaches, like they're also different in their personalities and just who they are. So it's been really fun to have coach Clark just be that motivator who's like super positive and just super encouraging. And then coach Keel, who's more practical and like helps you to get to where your goals are. And then coach C who obviously is like very wise when it comes to the jumps and stuff. So it's just really been a good thing to have the three of them and um, just have that mix. I think maybe your freshman and sophomore year, you guys were in Johnson City, Tennessee, a long way away. Now you're Brookings, South Dakota, a lot closer. That must make it nicer for you and your family. It does. My family's been able to come and my fiance will be able to come and my sister. And so that's just really nice to have them there. It's less warm. We competed in the middle of a snowstorm last year, obviously indoors, but still is it's different than Tennessee. That's for sure. <laughs> What's the goal for you uh, at Nationals? Um, I think the goal is the same as it was for conference, um, just to be able to compete to the best of my abilities and um, just see where that takes me. Hopefully get a better place than I'm ranked. I think I'm coming in ranked 16th, so better than that would be the goal. (laughs) You're going to graduate in May. Talk about your academics and what your career goals are. Yeah, so I'm going to be graduating in nursing. Um, not exactly sure where I want to go with that yet. I've thought either like surgery center or oncology, but getting a job somewhere in Fargo. I'll be getting married in May, so getting a job after that and then living there. Well, good luck. Thank you. One other Jimmy will be competing at nationals this weekend, and that is senior Brandon Aragon from Pueblo, Colorado. Brandon will head to the NAI Men's Wrestling Championship In Park City, Kansas, just north of Wichita, Brandon will be competing at the 149-pound class. He'll face number 10 seed Denver Stonecheck of Life University of Georgia in his opening round bout. And then the winner of that bout will move on to face the number seed Joseph Dominguez of Menlo, California. Wrestling begins uh, at 10 a.m. today in Park City, Kansas. So good luck to Brandon Aragon. Also, of course, in wrestling, We're just one week away, believe it or not, from the 2020 NAI Women's Wrestling Invitational at Harold Newman Arena. Tickets are just $5 per session and $15 for an all-tournament pass. Wrestling begins at 10 a.m. next Friday and Saturday, and then 6 o'clock on Friday for session number two, and then the championship round on Saturday takes place at 7 o'clock, and each weight class winner will qualify for the USA Olympic Trials at Penn State later on in April. So very exciting things happening. It's that time of the year for all conference uh, honors and taking a look back on three of the sports that uh, were announced by the Great Plains Athletic Conference in men's basketball. Junior Jack Talley from Sioux Falls, South Dakota was named first team all GPAC as he averaged 16.7 points per game, 7.2 rebounds per game, And again, he'll be one of the key leaders for Jimmy basketball next season. Terrell Alford, the senior transfer from Orlando, Florida, was named second team All-GPAC. He had a a team-high 101 three-pointers, averaging 15.7 points per game. Mason Walters, he'll be one of the keys returning for next year. The freshman from Jamestown, who last year was the North Dakota Player of the Year and led Jamestown high to an undefeated season and a state championship. He was named the GPAC Freshman of the Year, also an honorable mention all-conference. He averaged 14.2 points and 8.7 rebounds per game, and that's despite missing 
a decent amount of time during an, because of an injury midway through the season. And then Brady Birch, the junior from Melrose, Minnesota, another leader on next year's team. He was also honorable mention all GPAC. He averaged 11 points and seven rebounds per game. On the women's side, a couple of freshmen for the University of Jamestown were named honorable mention all-conference. Hannah DeMars from Grand Rapids, Minnesota, and Kaya Tower from Big Fork, Minnesota earned honorable mention all-conference honors. Hannah led the team at 9.7 points per game, and Kaya averaged 7.5 points per game. Those two will both be back and will be key figures for Jimmy Women's Basketball next season. And then in track and field, 11 different Jimmys earned all GPAC honors based on their performance at the GPAC Indoor Track and Field Championships two weeks ago in Mitchell, South Dakota. On the men's side, Tyson Akers, the sophomore from Burlington. In the 60 meters, Alexander Bishop, freshman from Woodland, Washington. In the high jump, Kane Foss, sophomore from Garrison. In the 600, Andrew Hornig, senior from Jamestown in the 800. Noah Mang, sophomore from Westchester, Ohio in the 1,000. And Corey Powell, the sophomore from Las Vegas in the 60, earned all-conference honors from the men. Lindy Chadwick, the senior from Jamestown in the 5,000. Cameron DeVries, the sophomore from Winslow, Illinois in the triple. Julia Johnson, who's going to nationals, a senior from Park River in the long and triple jump. Megan Orr, the senior from Jamestown uh, in the 600. Kylie Void, who's also going to nationals from Jamestown in the two and the 400, earn all-conference honors for the University of Jamestown. It was also announced the field for the 2020 ACHA Division I Hockey Championships that'll take place in Frisco, Texas. And the Jimmies will travel 1,000 miles to face, you guessed it, Minot State. The Jimmies, by the time they get to Nationals, will have faced the Beavers nine times already this season, and they will face them again in a game number 10. That'll be on Friday excuse me, that'll be on Saturday, March 21st. They'll take on Monad State at 10 a.m. If the Jimmies win that game, they'll move on to play Sunday, March 22nd at 10 a.m. They will take on the winner of the number four seed, Ohio, who will be taking on the winner of number 13, Central Oklahoma, and number 20, Niagara, on Friday morning. So the Jimmies will face their arch rival, Minot State, for a 10th time in the first round of the ACHA Division One men's hockey tournament. It's the third consecutive year that the Jimmies have qualified for nationals. First two years, they were beaten the first round. If they want to get to that elusive second round, they'll have to beat their arch rivals to do it. Well, that'll wrap it up for this second edition this week of the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. We certainly hope you enjoyed it. We have some exciting news. The Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast is now available on Apple podcasts. So if you're a subscriber to Apple podcasts, just type in everything, Jimmy athletics, it'll pop up, subscribe and listen every week. This comes to you twice a week here from the university of Jamestown. So if you get a chance tonight, make sure and go out to Harold Newman arena and watch the Jimmy men's volleyball team as they try to improve to 10 and two tonight as they'll take on Dort university at six o'clock and then make plans for next weekend to attend the 2020 NAI women's wrestling invitational with bids to the USA Olympic team trials on the line. Thanks for joining us. Make sure and subscribe to the podcast. Have a great day and go Jimmy's. (laughs) 